leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The is it morning yet deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the 4th and 9 podcast. How's everybody doing this morning? Man. I just want to talk really quick about... Uh, I had my pod for the uh, Seahawks game. So, as a 49ers fan, we are finished for the day, for the week. No more football, or is there? I mean, obviously... If you're a Niners fan, you are a fan, period, of football in general, so we're just going to uh, continue consuming one of our favorite pastimes. We'll just continue to watch football all weekend. That's my plan anyway. I don't know about you guys. Got some good games coming up this weekend. Got some good games tonight, Saturday night. Uh, Got a triple header, looks like, with... uh, you know, the, the headliner being Buffalo versus the Miami Dolphins. Now, it looks like it's going to be uh, a weather game to say that, to say this. Uh, you know, Miami is really, really warm. I don't see a lot of uh, snow in Miami. There's definitely going to be some snow tonight in Buffalo. It should be good and cold. It should be good in... Uh, snowy, so it's going to be one heck of a ride for them. But uh, what I really wanted to talk today about is our man, Brock Purdy. I know that uh, a lot of you guys probably don't know a ton about Brock, or maybe you do. Maybe you've gone and done the research like I have. Four-year starter. In, uh, at Iowa State, <clears throat> excuse me, came in as a freshman, uh, started because of injury, and uh, just never relinquished his spot. So that kind of brings us to the question of what happens if, say we do make a run, say we do go to the Super Bowl, say we do win the whole thing, Come next year, I mean, I think it's a foregone conclusion in everybody's mind that uh, Jimmy is gone. Jimmy Garoppolo has played his last 
bit of football for the San Francisco 49ers. And I know what you're saying. You're saying last year we heard the same thing. And boom, Trey Lance goes down. Trey Lance gets hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, and then, then right before Jimmy got hurt, there was all these talks about, hey, maybe the 49ers management is saying, hey, we'll, we'll re-sign Jimmy. We'll, you know, we'll keep Trey. We'll keep Purdy. I think that's all moot, you know, now that Jimmy has once again proven that he is uh, made of glass and shattered on on time, on cue, as per the usual. Uh, It's time to move on. Time to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. The Brock Purdy, uh, Brock Purdy experiment has, has fully begun. It's fully underway. You know, I, I'd be remiss to say, you know, uh, I would have liked for this to be where, where Trey was right now. Um, obviously, you know, things happened, you know, Trey got hurt. Trey played very little in college, uh, for whatever reason, Shanahan and Lynch decided that Trey shouldn't play last year. I mean, I definitely feel like he should have played a lot more last year, kind of, uh, I mean, hell, even if you brought him in as a, you know, a Taysom Hill type, obviously not running out and catching passes, but, you know, pulling in for for a series or pulling in for a specific play down in distance, that kind of thing. I know Shanahan is super, super uh, creative when it comes to plays, and it just kind of really kind of irritated me last year that, that he, he didn't seem to be able to make anything happen for our man, Trey Lance, as far as getting on the field, making some plays, you know, uh, I guess again, he's a head coach in the NFL. I'm just a guy in my walk-in closet talking to you guys through my microphone podcasting. So what the hell do I know? Turns out maybe a lot. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of hard to, uh, man, you know, if you think about it, one thing that I do like to do, uh, some people aren't into the NFL draft, but I, I watch the draft really closely. I, uh, watch the combine, uh, look at times, look at, you know, I, I do have some coaching background. I'm not, I'm obviously I'm not a, uh, college coach or anything like that, but I, that's pretty mean, uh, pretty mean youth coach. Yeah. Shout out to all the youth coaches out there. You guys know what you're talking about. You, uh, <laughs> not saying that the rest of you don't, because you guys are all, you know, probably, like I said, if, if you guys take in this stuff like I do, then, you know, you, you're following along with what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, <clears throat> Excuse me. I think just just an everyday man off the street could could see that Trey Lance needed a little bit of uh, seasoning, and he could have used that last year. Uh, probably would have made him better for this year, and he didn't get it for whatever reason. I don't know if 
Shanahan just didn't want to upset the apple cart with Jimmy, and we were having a good season. I mean, hell, we made it all the way to the NFC Championship game, which I attended. Man, what an experience. If you've never been to a playoff game, uh, I would highly recommend you go. If you've never been to an NFC Championship game, I would certainly highly recommend that you go. I mean, I've seen, I don't know, I've seen the 49ers probably a handful of times live. I'm an East Coast 49er fan based out of Virginia. So I uh, I don't get to see the 49ers a ton. And uh, I just, last year I had the opportunity um, with some stuff that was going on with work. I had some time off, uh, had, had some cash flow. And I figured, hell, if I'm, <clears throat> Excuse me. I may never get this opportunity to go see the 49ers play live. And and certainly not in in an NFC championship game. I mean, man, I, I, I really wish I'd have went and, and, and they'd have won and you know, then went on to the Super Bowl and won that. But I mean we lost the game. <clears throat> not a big deal. Uh the ex- the experience was still phenomenal for me. I totally enjoyed it. Uh but I digress. I have, uh, sorry, sorry guys. I, I have gone off into the weeds here a little bit. We were going to have a conversation about our man, Brock Purdy, uh, kind of what, what we're going to do moving forward or, or what I think will happen moving forward. Uh, and, and just, just Brock Purdy as, as a player, as a human being. And uh, we'll do that right after these messages. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the whole field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. Welcome back, guys. So after doing a little bit of research uh, on our man... Brock Purdy. Yes, yes, yes. Brock Purdy, 22 years old. Man, I mean, for a 22-year-old, the kid plays wise beyond his years. So far this season, Brock's got six touchdowns, one interception. That's good for a 66 uh, 66% completion percentage. That's through three games. It's a 100.6 QB QBR. <clears throat> but let's talk about Brock Purdy that we don't know. We we've seen Brock Purdy in the NFL, not a whole lot, but let's go back to college. Obviously, he played for the uh, Iowa State Cyclones. 
which is in the Big 12. Let's just look at Brock Purdy by the numbers. And then we're going to do a side-by-side comparison of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And then I think you'll you'll start to understand why I feel like after this season, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be gone. Okay? So here we go. <clears throat> Starting with a uh, completion percentage. Four-year starter. Like I said, after the uh, sometime in his his uh, his freshman year, uh, the starter got hurt. Brock came in, <clears throat> played, never relinquished the uh, he never relinquished his starting position to anybody. And I have another another story <laughs> on that, which is kind of funny. So I, I believe it was the the guy who got hurt. Uh, playing for Iowa State, when he lost his job to Purdy, he entered the transfer portal, transferred to North Dakota State, goes to North Dakota State, gets beat out by none other than Trey Lance. So that's just a a full circle thing. You can, uh, you can, Check that out. I thought it was pretty cool. But anyways, here we go. Brock Purdy, Iowa State. Uh, Cyclones, Big 12. 67.7% completion percentage in college. That's all four years. Uh, Passed for 12,170 yards. 81 touchdowns. 33 picks. He rushed for 1,100 yards. 19 rushing touchdowns. Any of this sound uh, similar to anything you've heard about any of the other uh, quarterbacks on the team. I'll uh, I'll continue. Brock Purdy, listed at 6'1", 220 pounds. I uh, went back, looked at his combine numbers. Brock runs a 4'8", 40-yard dash. Now, does that really matter? In the grand scheme of things, no, but it does show that Brock is about as athletic as Alex Smith because I think Alex ran like a four eight or a four seven in the uh, forty yard dash. Uh, he's not Trey Lance. He's not running a four six or four five, but he he's you know sneaky sneaky athletic. Okay, <clears throat> all that to say this. Now the comparison, Jimmy Garoppolo. Played in the Ohio Valley Conference. Okay. Now, let's just bring out the the glaring change or the the elephant in the room here, as it were. Brock plays for the Big 12. Who's in the Big 12? Well, teams like Oklahoma, Texas, this kind of thing. Jimmy Garoppolo plays college in the Ohio Valley Conference. Uh, literally, the the Eastern Illinois Panthers are the only team that I know in the Ohio Valley Conference. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily a bad conference. It just means that they're not they're not as as on the map as as Big Twelve is. So you're gonna have probably a little bit lesser athletes. You're gonna have, uh, and again, there's gonna be outliers, just like anything else. In life, just because you go to a small school doesn't mean that you're not good. It just means maybe you didn't get the opportunity. 
That being said, let's go over some numbers for Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy, uh, also four-year starter, uh, 67.6 completion percentage. So <laughs> we've got Jimmy Garoppolo, 67.6. We've got Brock Purdy at 67.7, okay? Jimmy Garoppolo, 6 feet 2, 226 pounds. 6-1-220-6-2-226. I mean, I think you see where I'm going with this. Jimmy Garoppolo runs a 4-9-3 40-yard dash. Now, he's he's getting towards the end of, of a 5-second five, five, uh, uh, 40-yard dash. Now, to, to keep that in uh, perspective, I'm, I'm probably a, you know, Close, close, close to three bills. Let's just call it 280, 285, six foot, and I can run a five second forty yard dash. I mean, maybe not today, but you know, if if you if you let me train like these guys do, I probably could run a five second forty yard dash. That's not to say that I'm fast. It just, I mean, think about how much more mass I'm moving versus somebody who's two hundred twenty pounds. And that kind of gives you an idea of how quick or slow. That's why Jimmy can't get out of the pocket. That's why Jimmy gets hurt because he's he's not much of a threat as a runner. Now he's probably sneaky, you know, athletic in the sense that you know he can feel pressure, kind of move up into the pocket and and slip slide away. But he's not going to run away from me in a foot race. That's that is for for Dagon sure. So here we go, continuing on with Jimmy's stats college. <clears throat> Jimmy threw for 13,156 yards. Oh. And uh, his, uh, I made an egregious error here. So Jimmy's college completion percentage is 62.8%. His Percentage in the pros is 67.6. But, again, it's all to say the same thing. Like These guys are essentially the same player. They, you know, get rid of the ball. They're, they're accurate. I mean, 66, 67, 70. I mean, we're starting to get towards 77, you know, 70% completion. That means, you know, 6 Six and a half, seven completions out of ten. That's pretty damn good. Pretty good. Pretty accurate. Now, do these guys push the ball down the field? Not necessarily. <clears throat> uh, I, you know, I've heard people say that they think that Jimmy has a has a better arm than than Brock does. I think that their arms are, are probably very similar. <clears throat> uh, I do like Purdy's ability to evade the rush. A little bit better, uh, even even in his his pretty much his infancy of of playing in the NFL. I feel like he he feels things better than Jimmy does. I'll tell you one one truth for me is that when Jimmy hurt his knee against Kansas City, I go back to the <clears throat> the first year Jimmy was here. The I mean, 
that five game tear where you know after the the trade deadline in November he I mean he, he just he went through teams like a knife through hot butter <clears throat> or a hot knife through butter because if the butter was or it doesn't matter that was a terrible uh <laughs> a terrible analogy well a terrible use of an analogy anyway you know what I meant you know what I meant um even even went and beat the vaunted Jacksonville Jaguars and their defense with, you know, some of the really good players that they had on their team. All that to say this. I feel like he was a lot more confident. Uh, obviously, he had never had a huge knee injury before. Um, but I don't think Jimmy, has, he came back as the same player. Like, I think he was really afraid kind of to pull the trigger on, on running. And and uh, he's taken a lot of sacks that probably unnecessarily, I mean, of course, again, this is easy for me to say sitting behind, you know, a computer desk talking on a microphone. I'm not the guy that's out there getting sacked by, you know, uh, not Bosa, but I mean, uh, you know, Aaron Donald, you know, some of the guys – on Arizona, Chandler Jones, and he was there. I'm not getting hit by those guys. <clears throat> so it's really easy for me to be like, oh, God, he's, you know, he he's, he's just kind of laying down on us. He's not the same player. Uh, it's it's kind of unfair, I guess, in a way for me to say that because I, I didn't play professional football. So I, I, I take that back, Jimmy. But I, I do think that, that is something that sticks in his mind, right? A, a little bit. He definitely thinks about that. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. Every once in a while, Jimmy will surprise you and go get you a first down, and you'll be like, yes, I need to see more of that. And then you just kind of go back to status quo, and you don't see that again for the rest of the game. Um, He's usually good for, for about one. I mean, but... That being said, I mean, these guys are basically the the same player. Uh, obviously, Purdy has youth on his side. Obviously, Purdy is a little bit more athletic. He's a little bit more jubilant. Uh, so, he, he's going to... He does have a dog attitude in him. And Jimmy does, too. To a degree. I think Jimmy this year. I liked Jimmy better this year than I did last year. I felt like Jimmy had something to prove this year. Like I, I think he really felt uh, slighted by the Niners this year. <clears throat> you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I don't necessarily think that... Uh, it is what it is, right? Like... At some point, you have to be uh, situationally and uh, self-aware enough to know exactly what kind of player you are. I think Jimmy knows where he is, you know, in in, in where he stands in today's uh, today's football league. You know, I think he can he can win you a lot of games. But he's also going to throw <clears throat> at least 
10 of those interceptions where you just, you, you go, oh my God, like what, what could you possibly have seen out there that you thought, oh man, this is, this is wide open. I'm tossing it. You know, and I think sometimes you, you get it, you get, uh, you get talked into, you know, hey, my arm, I can fit this in there. And in reality, you, you don't have that arm. You don't, you can't push the ball down the field that way. I do think, like I said, Purdy throws a, a really, really, uh, really catchable ball, pretty ball. I mean, Jimmy does too for the most part. Uh, they both do seem to die a little bit after about 35 yards, 40 yards, 40 yards out. I think <clears throat> after that, they get a little bit of, get a little bit of duck in them, a little wounded, wounded duck. You get a little float. So I believe that next year, you know, after the season's over, all things considered, Jimmy will walk. He'll go to a team. That's starving for for a quarterback. And Jimmy's a great leader, <clears throat> and that's another thing that that he and and Brock share. It's just just leadership. You know, <clears throat> I've listened to a lot of a lot of the uh, pregame and then after after the game uh, interviews with with the players and with the coaches and they all pretty much echo the same thing. Brock Purdy came into the league this way. Like this is, this is what he was doing. Like he was going to be the third string quarterback. Then he beats out, uh, the, the, geez, what is it? Losing, losing my mind here. The, uh, The second stringer they brought in paid the guy $2 million. Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld. That's who it is. And, and he beats out a, a you know a veteran. Yeah, he's a, a journeyman-style uh, quarterback. But, I mean, he's been in the league. I mean, he's, you know, I don't, I don't think he's done anything. But, I mean, they brought him in to be a backup. He's. You know, he's a he's a safety blanket. If somebody gets hurt in a game and, and he needs to spell for a series, you know, somebody gets dinged up at quarterback or I think that was the idea behind Nate Sudfeld. I mean he maybe he could start for a game or two, you know, you could kind of just float float through it and see where we're at. And uh Brock Purdy beat him. Beat him to to end up on the... Look, this tells you everything you need to know about how the 49ers felt about Brock Purdy. A lot of players, whether it be 7th round, undrafted, whatever, they will try to stash on the practice squad. Now, the thing with the practice squad is if they hit the practice squad, that means it's open game. Like... Any other team can come and say, okay, you've got Joe McGee over here on the practice squad. I want Joe. I need he's – a, he's a defensive tackle. I need a defensive tackle, and I'm willing to put him on my, my active uh, – my, my 53-man roster. They felt so highly about Brock Purdy 
that they knew that they could not put him on the practice squad. He had to go on their 53-man roster so that they were in no uh, in no danger of losing Brock. <clears throat> and right now it seems like a super smart move. Super smart move by John Lynch and uh, super smart move by uh, Kyle Shanahan. I'll tell you another smart move. Uh, seems to be paying some pretty big dividends. I mean, I think if you just look at the way both quarterbacks have played, that's Purdy and Jimmy, is uh, the quarterback's coach. Like, everybody was like, man, Brian Greasy. Like, why would you bring in Brian Greasy? Like, what did Brian Greasy ever do? Like, he was he was a, another journeyman quarterback. But, I mean, sometimes, man, some of these guys are way better at teaching and showing you how to do it. Like, just because you don't. Listen, as a football coach, I was never a great football. I just was not an, the athlete that you you would have to be to to be a star on the football field. That's that's college. That's high school. Whatever. I mean, I didn't even start on my college. Oh, when I started JV, did not start uh, in varsity on oh, football. I wasn't all that big in my youth. Obviously, I've, I've gotten bigger. But I've learned a lot about the game now that I can teach kids that are athletic, that are. It's the same thing. Brian Greasy, I mean, I think you got to be pretty good to make it to the league. Right? But it doesn't always work out. And you're not always, you're not always going to be successful. But the crazy thing is, is that you, you work really hard, right? And that's, that's what you do learn, especially when you are probably a little bit less physically gifted than some of the other guys that you're going to go against. You, you have to find a way to stick around. So if you have like a 10, 12, 13 year career in the NFL, I mean, I, I, first of all, that's a success to me. Second of all, what makes you successful is the fact that you're going to have to do things differently. You're going to have to work probably, I mean, hell, probably twice, maybe three times harder than somebody who is maybe not working as hard as you, but they are two times as talented as you are. So, it, I mean, it really just opens up that grind to you, right? So I think that's what, what Greasy probably brought to to Jimmy and to, I mean, and not to say that Jimmy and Purdy are not, uh, not starter worthy or they're not, they're not good quarterbacks. That's not the point. There is physical limitations to what they do. That's why they went and, and drafted Trey Lance because the ceiling is like, there is no ceiling. Like sky's the limit with somebody like Trey because he has all the physical tools, right? He, he can run fast. He can throw far. He can throw fast, you know, like, and he played and he played in a pro style offense. And yes, he has to learn. And yes, you know, eventually he'll, he'll get better. And I think that Brian Greasy will make Trey Lance better. All that to say this, I think it was a phenomenal hire. Like people poo pooed it at first, 
didn't really understand like oh god this guy's been in the the booth for for all this time well john lynch was in the booth and now he's probably one of the better gms in the league and i mean he knows football and he knows how to listen to somebody tell you what what you want right like that's what i think your job as a a general manager is somebody comes to you with with a list of groceries, right? They say, listen, in order for me to make this steak tartare, this is what I need. Now, I don't know about you. I do a lot of cooking. I don't want some, if I tell you this is what I need, I don't want you coming back with anything more. I don't want you coming back with anything less. Because I'm telling you, like, you're, you're giving me the keys. You're saying, hey, I want this meal, make this for me. And I'm saying, okay, well, I'm going to need this, 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 and this. I'm not going to come to you with uh, chicken and say, all right, let's make steak tartare. They're going to laugh. Well, I'm going to laugh and say, you can't make chicken into steak. That's impossible. They're two different animals. Like literally, they're two different animals. <laughs> Sorry. That was a dad joke for those of you that didn't uh, didn't quite pick that up. Um, so again, I think the way that this, this season goes, regardless, Super Bowl, no Super Bowl, whatever, it will be a Trey Lance versus Brock Purdy, uh, quarterback competition starting in OTAs. And I mean, unfortunately, you know, Brock's going to have, he's going to have the leg up because he's, he's actually been out there taking, taking the, uh, the live bullets and, and Trey hasn't, but I mean, <clears throat> at some point talent has got to win out, right? Like I see a lot of people talking about, well, man, let's, man, let's trade Trey Lance. Well, okay. First of all, you're never going to get what you, what you asked for or, or, or what was asked of you for Trey Lance. So trading Trey Lance is kind of silly, right? At the very at the very worst, right? You have a high potential uh fairly cheap second string quarterback. But I imagine for for John Lynch, for Shanahan, the hope is is that he he rehabs really well, which from everything I've heard he he really did and really has worked really hard to try to get back on the field. Um and I, I don't think that they want they they do not want Trey Lance to get hurt again, right? Like it they don't want to ruin the kid's uh career before it even starts. So they're trying to be smart about that. I think as a Niners fan, I can I can appreciate that as as a uh you know, as a dad, you know, if if Trey was my kid, I, I could certainly appreciate that. I think that they roll the balls out there and you, you, you play whoever the best quarterback is, whoever is going to gonna take you the furthest. And I mean, you don't look back, right? Like the days of paying Jimmy 16, 15 million dollars, that's over. Jimmy, like I said, I, I believe Jimmy has played his last last few snaps 
as a 49er, I think that Trey and and Brock Purdy will will have a QB competition. Uh, it'll it'll be hotly debated, you know, if if, if for whatever reason. They go to the Super Bowl, which is they are very capable of doing just that: going to the Super Bowl, winning the whole thing. And I, I think anybody who doesn't think that is silly because they're not asking Brock to do a lot. <clears throat> you, if you watch the games that he's played, I mean, the defense has just been light, lights out. Um, and if they continue to play the way that they're playing, then then there's just they're going to be extremely difficult to beat. Because if you can't score, you can't really win, and that's kind of kind of been the mentality thus far of the 49ers defense is we're not going to allow you to score, and they they seem to have this kid's back. Uh, like I said, they all are saying the same things about Brock Purdy. They're all saying that you know the kid came in with confidence. You know he was slinging it. You know when when he was the the second string quarterback. And Jimmy was the starter, and he was just trying to find ways to to give the guys on defense good looks as the scout team QB. He was going out there. He was slinging the thing around. He wasn't afraid. He was pulling the trigger, which is, you know, the one thing one thing that they, they definitely seem to, uh, I won't say dislike, but, but they definitely made mention uh, last season. Uh, Fred Warner, I remember having having a conversation with I think Mayoko about Trey Lance pulling the trigger in uh, in practice as as a scout team. You know, he tried to be too perfect, and uh, Brock Purdy is just he's just out there trying to to sling the thing around because I don't think Brock knows how to do anything else. And like I said, I. I Kudos to the kid, man. He he has some serious moxie. The kid has some. I mean, he just has some super wild moments, you know, when you watch, and it is pretty pretty insane to me that this guy coming from Iowa State, being Mister Irrelevant. I mean, I don't even really particularly care for that name. Just being the last player picked which is an honor i think anyway just 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 to get drafted period should be an honor and uh man you go you play you play well the the coaches all are are are, you know giving you your flowers talking about how poised the kid is talking about how how the kid just he just he gets after it you got the the leaders on defense behind you Doing the exact same thing, saying how, you know, Brandon Ayuk, after the Miami game, I can't remember if it was the Miami game or if it was uh, the Tampa game, but Brock Purdy comes to Brandon and says, hey, man, I know I missed you on XYZ play. I'm going to do better. I mean, those are the kinds of, like, that's that's leadership, man. That's accepting that you've, uh, you know, hey, man, I missed that read. Or, 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 hey, man, that's a bad ball. That's a bad ball. I got to do better. I'm going to be better. Just letting you know that he's going to take care of you, right? 
And then it's just reciprocal everywhere, all the way around. That's why they keep talking about complimentary football. The defense is, is going to take care of the offense. The offense is going to go score points. Special teams is going to keep people, you know, uh, under wraps. It's just, man, Brock Purdy, you know, the, the, the kid is, like I said, at some point you gotta, you gotta stop saying it's a phenomenon and it's just, this is just the kid and this is who he is, this is how he plays. Everybody's bought in. We'll enjoy the rest of the season. Uh, next week, uh, we have the Commanders at home on Christmas Eve. Uh, should be a really good game. Uh, next week, I probably will have a, uh, I don't know, maybe two, two podcasts, um, and then and then maybe maybe a Christmas Eve show. I'm not 100 percent sure how I'm going to do this. Please like and subscribe, leave comments. Um, you know, I I'm just I'm new to this thing, guys, with with this podcast and stuff. But I mean, I, I feel like I've really got a lot to, you know, to to talk about a lot to 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 give to you guys, you know. I'm trying to keep it keep it real light. Uh, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. I hope that you guys enjoy listening. I hope that uh, you know that you comment. Uh, I'd like to open this thing up at some point and do lives and, and talk to some of you guys and, and get get your thoughts and, and, and your feelings on how things are going or you know like in the off season when. when you know, all these things are happening. You have free agency and all that stuff. I mean, the NFL is pretty much an entire, it's all year, all year long. So you can cover and do podcasts on a, on a 49ers team like this all year long. And you've got content. And of course the 49ers are always just pushing the envelope and doing crazy stuff all the time. Going and getting Christian McCaffrey. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy versus Trey. I mean, it's all these things, man, all these things you can talk about all the time. So it kind of makes it really easy uh, to just sit here and talk. I mean, obviously you'll you'll notice that this uh, this podcast is a little bit longer uh, than than my previous ones. Uh, I just had a lot more a lot more on my mind, a lot more to talk about. So you know, I hope I hope, like I said, I hope you guys are enjoying the content. I hope that uh, you guys will like and subscribe and tell your friends. And uh, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna open up a a, uh, a YouTube a YouTube channel. I've already got the channel set up. I just haven't put any content out there yet. Um, that'll be coming. Some videos, maybe maybe some breakdowns of of you know plays and and certain stuff like that. Uh, just just trying to 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 give you another another perspective, you know, another set of eyes out there. Uh, big shout out to uh, Locked On 49ers, uh, BD Peacock, Eric Crocker. Uh, those guys are kind of like my my heroes as far as podcasting is is uh, concerned. And you know, I I I, uh, I really like what they do. I I really like, uh, but I you know I, I hope that I'm I'm giving you something different. You know. I, I'm just a normal fan. I'm just a guy. I'm not affiliated with the team in any, any way. Uh, I just consume 49ers all the time. And, uh, 
I read a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts myself. Uh, so I just try to stay on top of, you know, what's what's going on with the team. That being said, guys, uh, man, have, have a great weekend. Hopefully Monday or Tuesday I'll drop another pod, which we'll just kind of talk about, you know, the Commanders game, kind of things that we need to do. And then, like I said, probably sometime midweek, maybe Monday. I mean, I said Monday is not the middle of the week. Monday is definitely the beginning of the week. Uh, maybe Wednesday or Thursday uh, I'm going to have probably one of my good uh, good buddies on, and, and we're going to talk uh, Commanders, Niners. I mean, I know a little bit about the Commanders. I don't know a ton about the the team. Uh, you know, he probably knows the team kind of like I know the 49ers. And, you know, we'll just kind of discuss, like, what's it going to take to, to win, what's it going to take to lose, and uh, that kind of thing. Well, guys, like I said, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. This is uh, the 4th and 9 Podcast. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. 
Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it, but nobody is gonna do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.